It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. The week's most interesting interviews with senators, commentators, and newsmakers. Giving you a replay just in case you missed it. The Guy Benson Show. It's the happy hour on a Thursday here on the Guy Benson Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern every day. That final hour right now is the happy hour. Glad to have you here. GuyBensonShow.com is our website. The podcast is always free of charge on demand right there for you at your fingertips. GuyBensonShow.com, FoxNewsPodcasts.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Guy Benson Show, Twitter and Instagram, you can follow us there as well. And this hour, sponsored by the Finnish Long Drink, our friends there. Delicious, refreshing, expanding due to popular demand. TheLongDrink.com is their website. Check it out. Find out where they're sold near you. Many more places now. Or order online. TheLongDrink.com. Always drink responsibly. 21 plus only. Joining us now is Miranda Devine, New York Post columnist, Fox News contributor, and author of the book Laptop from Hell, Hunter Biden, Big Tech, and the Dirty Secrets the President Tried to Hide. Miranda, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Guy. Great to be with you. I want to start on the Hunter Biden front because I saw a few headlines this week suggesting that there is more evidence, at least circumstantial evidence, about the timing of Hunter Biden's visits with his father following overseas business trips that would, I say at the very least, cast additional doubt on the veracity of the president's comprehensive categorical denial that he never talked about his son's foreign business dealings ever with Hunter. That has already been undermined repeatedly but this is just one more chink in the armor, it would seem, yes? Yes, Guy. I mean, it is just so difficult for Joe Biden and the White House to keep ignoring the mounting evidence from the laptop. And this is just one example of where uh, Joe Biden is clearly interested, involved in his son's overseas business dealings. Um, you, you know, you look at his uh, calendar entries and it's just uncanny how many times Hunter is overseas, you know, mingling with Russian oligarchs at the right hand of Vladimir Putin or mingling with the Chinese top-level CCP agents. And then he comes home and within sometimes minutes, hours, a day or two, he's there having breakfast, lunch or some other sort of meeting with his father, either at the White House or at the VP's residence. Uh, that just adds to what we know already, which is that Joe Biden met with Hunter's overseas business uh partners. He right. also was frequently on the phone, on a speakerphone, uh, talking to pr likely prospects when Hunter was meeting them. Uh, he, uh, you know, had dinner at a restaurant in Georgetown with people from uh, Hunter's business partners from Russia, Kazakhstan, um, and also Ukraine. And there's so much evidence about that. There's the 10% for the big guy cut in one of the Chinese deals. It's just impossible to maintain this fiction, this lie that Joe Biden knew nothing about Hunter's business dealings. And I think, you know, the sad thing for Joe Biden and the White House is that they should have got out in front of this and just come clean with the American people. And the fact that they didn't means that uh, the overwhelming majority of voters now don't believe the president. They think that he was 
aware and involved. Uh, this is according to a Rasmussen poll just out uh, recently. And they also, um, a, a large preponderance of them, think that Joe Biden profited from uh, some of these Chinese deals. Well, and here's the thing. On top of all the other evidence that you just ran through, Miranda, previous evidence that we knew, in addition to this question that I just asked you and then you responded to it, there was the testimony of Tony Bobulinski, who says that he personally witnessed Joe Biden involved in the business dealings of his family repeatedly. And Bobulinski was a business partner, so he was there. It wasn't hearsay. He said but he personally witnessed it. He knows that to be a fact. There was the voicemail that came out recently where it seemed to be Joe Biden checking in on his son and making at least a reference or an inquiry into a business dealing. And what I don't really understand still to this day is why Team Biden and Joe Biden didn't just say, look, of course, my son has a lot of things going on. Sometimes he would ask my advice on things. We would talk about all different elements of his life, but nothing that we ever did was unethical or illegal. That would be questionable, and people should dig into whether that's true, but that's not the tack that they took. That's not what Biden said. Biden said just a blanket statement. He never talked to Hunter about any of this stuff, and I think that goes very much to a credibility question, because if he's aggressively asserting something that's a lie, it makes sense to question what else he might be covering up or hiding, and I don't think that's irrelevant. I know a lot of people roll their eyes. Why do these weird right-wingers still talk about Hunter Biden? I think that, what I just described, is one of the reasons why. It is entirely correct, Guy. It is not about Hunter Biden, who is a sort of sympathetic character, I guess. I mean, totally messed up life, very difficult uh, childhood, and, uh, and a raging drug addiction. So um, it's not about him. It is about Joe Biden. It's about Joe Biden using his troubled son as a bag man. It's about the uh, influence peddling scheme that he and his brother, Jim Biden, were running from the very earliest days of Joe's career back in Delaware. They got away with it for so long. But as you say, Tony Bobulinski is a crucial part of this. Uh, my book is not just about the laptop. It is also about all the material that Tony Bobulinski handed over to the FBI. And it's not just his own personal recollections. He's a very credible witness. Uh, but it is also WhatsApp messages with Hunter and with his partners. It's documents. It's uh, emails. It's voicemails. It's conversations that they have had in which they refer to Joe Biden as the big guy, in which Tony Bobulinski is told in no uncertain terms, be careful about using Joe Biden's name. They, meaning Hunter and Jim Biden, are very sensitive about that. Um, there's, you know, if you were putting together uh, a case, uh, as Rudy Giuliani often says, you know, when he did the RICO cases with the, the gang you know, mafia in uh, New York, uh, this would be classic evidence that you would insert into a very watertight case. So at the moment, you know, we're journalists. This is what we're seeing. We're really just touching the surface. When the Republicans get in to the majority, as they believe they will, at least in the House after the midterms, they are going to have subpoena power. They will be able to call before them Hunter Biden and his business partners, some of whom have already given testimony testimony at the grand jury in Delaware. And I think that then we will be able to follow the money uh, well, like Chuck Grasley and Ron Johnson did. And that's where we will discover uh, just how compromised the president is or isn't when it comes particularly to China. 
Well, you just mentioned the grand jury. That is something we haven't even touched on yet in this conversation. There is an active, and there has been for quite some time, right, for years at this point, at least a year or two, a federal probe, a criminal probe into the business dealings and machinations of Hunter Biden. And there is a report this week that that investigation, that federal investigation, has reached, quote, a critical stage with officials weighing potential charges, maybe even criminal charges against Hunter Biden himself. What are you hearing? What's the timeline there? Because I think it's also, again, hard for the critics who like to hand wave all of this away, as they did leading up to the election, famously, just totally ignoring and burying a legitimate news story, which is what you wrote your book primarily about, the laptop. They just censored it. They decided it was fake news. They pretended it was Russian disinformation. They marched along with what the Democrats told them to say. That's what the news media did. I think it's very difficult to, again, just come after someone like you who focuses on this and continues to cover it, saying, oh, it's irrelevant, it's not a thing. The son of the president of the United States, where there was clear interaction at the very least on the business dealings that this son was involved in, trading on the family name, something that was denied by now the president, which seems patently untrue based on a lot of evidence, that son is under federal investigation and may be under federal indictment at some point soon. Of course that's a news story, Miranda. Of course it's a news story. And, of course, that is why the New York Times finally came out of its hole. And, uh, you know, 19 months or so after we had broken the story, they admitted that it was true, that there was a laptop, the laptop is legitimate, and uh, they had verified several of the emails on it themselves. So then it became a story again. And, uh, you know, I I mean, what can we say about that? We were correct from the beginning. And uh, what we didn't know until after the election was that Hunter Biden was uh, under criminal investigation in Delaware with the U.S. Attorney David Weiss then convening this grand jury that's now heard testimony from his business partners, Hunter's ex-business partners and also ex-lovers. Uh, and they're looking into tax fraud. Uh, and by, and by the way, just, just, just to jump in, Miranda, because I want to hear just what they're looking into, what you were just about to say, but just as some added context, You might have some critics or some people who are trying to defend the president or the Democrats or what have you saying, well, this could all just be political, right? Sounds like it started under the Trump administration. Maybe the investigation is political. If that were the case, if this were just a big nothing burger that was sort of a fishing expedition, the Trump people sniffing around because the Trump administration ordered the DOJ to get politicized and try to find something to hang on the Bidens. And I mean, look. I don't put a lot past Donald Trump, and he certainly tried to get political with the Ukrainians involving the Bidens. That was very famous. But in this case, it was DOJ playing it by the book and the existence of an active investigation into Hunter Biden during the election did not leak. Even during all the laptop stuff and all of the censorship that big tech and the media was doing while the Republicans were trying to push that story, if the whole point was to hang something on the Bidens for political reasons— That would have been the perfect time to leak the existence of this probe. It didn't happen because it's above board. It's being done, as I said, by the book. And clearly there's some substance here. It's not a political witch hunt. Yes, and it was impressive that there was no leaking um, during the election. And uh, the other thing is that, I mean, before Joe Biden was really even... Uh, thought about as a legitimate candidate, um, this probe had started. So, uh, you know, I I just 
don't buy that this was some sort of politically motivated witch hunt. And also, if you were going to do that, Delaware would be the last place on the planet that you would launch such a probe. Um, so, and, and also, I mean, it would be pretty extraordinary if the feds, uh, if they were being honest, didn't have Hunter Biden come across their path and uh, and start to try investigating. And, you know, I understand that there have been other jurisdictions that have had information come to them and they've funneled it through to Delaware because Delaware was already doing this probe, which may have been helpful to the Bidens. You never know. So, uh, but, but look, we know that Hunter's paid back over $2 million. I heard one number of $2.8 million in uh, unpaid taxes to try and, uh, you know, ameliorate some of the problems with this tax investigation then there's money laundering and also foreign lobbying uh potential violations uh because he was you know very much uh lobbying his father let's say on uh on on behalf of various uh, overseas uh, companies and and various countries so um so that's all being weighed up but at the same time we've just got a new report from cnn this week saying that the uh, grand jury is also looking at this gun problem that Hunter has, where he uh, lied on a background check in Delaware, said that he was not uh, using drugs or addicted to drugs, um, which, you know, you can't be if you're going to buy a gun, and he bought a gun. And then that gun, some very shortly thereafter, was thrown in a trash can in Delaware, in Joe Biden's actually local shopping centre, by Hunter Biden's then lover, his um, his widowed sister-in-law, Hallie Biden. And, uh, and, and the gun then went missing from the trash can. A vagrant came and picked it up. It became a drama. Uh, the, the local police came, the state police came, and even the Secret Service, or two men saying that they were from the Secret Service, showed up. Uh, at the gun shop and demanded to see uh, and and presumably take away the background check that Hunter had uh, lied on. And uh, to his credit, the owner of the gun store said no. Um, so we know all this, and now we've said, uh, you know, people have gone to jail for lying on background checks. It's a very serious criminal offence if proven. And uh, now we see that this grand jury is also looking at that. Um, but, you know, I guess that the... the slightly worrying aspect of this is that the grand jury was very active last summer, uh, had a lot of people coming testifying, and then it closed up shop. I'm told just last month that they may have had to reopen to um, bring back a couple of more witnesses um, who had conflicting testimony. Um, but, I mean, what are they waiting for? And the problem is that, you know, there's a sort of an unwritten rule that you uh, that you don't um, have grand juries uh, operate and you just suspend operations and certainly don't, don't come out with indictments when you're in the shadow of an election campaign in case it affects it politically if it's a political uh, investigation and um, we're coming up to a couple of weeks away will be 90 days from the midterms sure. and you know a month later it'll be 60 days so um, whether or not the grand jury of the uh, David Weiss the US attorney in Delaware is slow walking this in order to get past the um, get past the midterms that's a question um, that would be improper and he seems to have always behaved uh, with great propriety uh, but again he suspended operations around the 2020 presidential election uh, in this probe so as not to influence it and maybe they're just not quite ready to bring out any potential indictments uh, in the next two weeks or the next well, I just weeks. want to see what the truth is and hopefully we get to that I mean just the details some of the things you were just describing 
in the last few minutes is just so sordid. It's a mess. Whether it's criminal, we will see. And when we will see, I think is very much, to your point, in doubt right now, up in the air. And I know you will follow it as closely as anyone else. Miranda Devine, New York Post columnist, a contributor here at Fox News. Her book is Laptop from Hell. Miranda, always enjoy it. Thank you. You too. Thanks, Guy. We'll take a break. We'll come right back on the happy hour. It's the Guy Benson Show. That was this week's edition of the Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.